I'm Alexis, and welcome to First Year Project, the podcast sharing the stories behind the good, bad, and integral aspects of first year experiences. So I'm from Boston, Dorchester to be exact. Took my first swimming lessons at the nearby YMCA, got my first library card from the Codman Square Library, and had my first long-term job in the basement of the Codman Square Health Center. I love this city, but it's not without both the good and the bad, especially when taking a closer look at the experiences of millennial people of color here. As included in the Daily Show piece and Boston Globe's huge piece on race in Boston, among African Americans, Boston is ranked the most unwelcoming out of metro area cities like Charlotte, Philly, New York, Chicago, San Fran, Miami, and of course Atlanta. Some folks seem to be surprised by this, but if you're a person of color living in Boston, this likely comes at no surprise to you at all. Boston widely being made synonymous, and rightfully so, with the general lack of diversity is nothing new. But what most don't realize is that Boston is now actually over 50% non-white, Latino, and Hispanic. First Year Project is all about sharing and producing stories that share others' non-traditional journeys with a particular focus on the early years of these journeys. This time around though, I'm doing something a little bit different. Being a native Bostonian and wanting to create some work around this for some time now, when Kenny from NYA Boston asked if I was interested in interviewing some people of color at Afropolis at Fenway Park, I was down. So I talked to some people of color in Fenway Park. Some originally from here, some who've lived here over a decade, and some who've only been here for a few years, and asked them about being a person of color in Boston. Their favorite and least favorite aspects of the city the dating scene here, and what they're looking forward to in the city of Boston. Special thanks to NYA Boston for the event to have these convos and experiences. NYA Boston is a brand proudly curating and hosting a series of social events in the Metro Boston area and beyond. You can find them on Instagram at nya.boston. For the video of this pod episode and past pod episodes, newsletters, and events, Follow First Year Project on Twitter and Instagram at First Year PRJ. P is in Paul, R is in Robert, J is in John. And make sure to click the link in the bio for quick access to creative and dope content for millennials. The First Year Project podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Acast. I hope you enjoy the short episode. Are you a person of color who has had your own unique experience in Boston? Tweet us about it at first year PRJ and hashtag POC in BOS. The POC stands for people of color. The BOS stands for Boston. Uh, born and raised in Boston? So I was born in Brockton and raised in South Shore and went to college in Boston. And work here now. <laughs> nice. Are you originally from Boston? Yeah, originally from Lynn. Are you from Boston? Not originally. I moved here about three years ago from grad school. Where are you originally from? Connecticut. Okay. Boston adjacent. So are you originally from Boston? Actually, no. I'm from Jamaica by way of New York. (laughs) Here I am. You're originally from New York, right? Yeah, I was born in New York, lived there for nine years. What is it like being black in Boston? Being black in Boston is very interesting. (laughs) Um, You know, walking through, just walking through Fenway today by myself as a black woman, it felt very interesting. You know, there's, you know, 
some, you know, there's there's some stereotypes of Boston, right? That, you know, it's a racist place and, you know, it's not very tolerant. I mean, yeah, it's true in some instances and especially places like this where you know the fans get rowdy, you know that sports areas are places where they can be a little bit more racist. I mean, it's definitely interesting. Like I said, you got to find your place and find your people. But when you're in those areas that are predominantly white, you don't necessarily feel comfortable all the time, especially if you're by yourself, if you're a black woman. Even, you know, that's kind of putting us, you know, on a totem pole of sorts, you know. So it's, it's an interesting place. I love this city. It's just it just definitely has its pros and cons for sure, especially being a black woman. <laughs> Complicated. Being black, uh, you know, you got to pick your spots. Because you know what, when you're white or Caucasian, you can move around in any different pocket and find whatever you want. But when you're a black person with a black race, it's kind of hard because you're not accepted everywhere and you don't feel comfortable everywhere. So you have to kind of, um, you know, find where you can fit in. Are you talking about nightlife or are you talking about like everything? Everything. Because everything is everything, you know? Like Lauren Hill said, everything reflects on everything. So in, a, in the... Um, in the corporate America, higher up you go, the less black you see, you know? That's from high school to college to professional ranks. So you're not going to see that many um, black people. All the things that they do in the work office, like, you know, um, Halloween parties, all that stuff, all the festive stuff, it's catered towards white people. The music they play is catered towards white people. So what was your first impression of uh, Boston? Um, do I have to answer that truthfully? Yes. You do. Jumping into a sea of white. Let me stop. <laughs> I would say it was pretty boring, and I wish they had more activities for people of color to engage in. As an adult, so I went to a really diverse high school, and so I was used to being amongst a lot of different types of people. And then in some classes, I was the only one. Very rarely, though. Um, and so then being in Boston, and you know. Seeing that I was the only one more often, it was a little bit shocking, but I think I acclimated to it. I think we all, anyone who's born and raised in Boston starts to be a little bit more used to it. I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, um, but it's such a it's such a great city to be in, and when you find your community and your vibe, I think it, it's, it's a good place to be. I think it's kind of clicky, right, in, in a sense, like people who are raised in Boston tend to stay in Boston, and then they have their, you know, their family and their friends, and it's kind of hard to infiltrate and, and sometimes to expand your, your network sometimes. I love Boston. I love, like, just the different cultures involved in Boston from all the cities around. So when you look at, like, Dorchester, Roxbury, Mattapan, all the surrounding areas, like, I love just kind of just how, like, multicultural everything is out there for sure. What do you love most about the city? I love the vibe of the people. Like when you find your people and you and you know you're with them in a group. I mean, like these events are everything. Like I love that we have the opportunity to come together as a group and you know display just like diversity and uh, you know who we are and be able to express ourselves the way we want to without feeling like we have to be intimidated by something. Um, so I think that's what I love the most. And honestly, it's a clean city. I'm gonna be real. It's a cleanest. It's a clean city. No shots to New York, right. but also shots to dirty. Yeah, yeah. So it's a clean city. I like it. What is your favorite thing about the city? Favorite thing about the city? Uh, besides not your average events, um, I would definitely have to say I'm a foodie, so I love eating food in the city for sure. Ooh, what's your favorite restaurant? Ooh, favorite restaurant in the city right now? I'm a sushi guy, so I'm going to go with Empire Sushi. Uh, what's your favorite thing about Boston? My favorite thing about Boston? I like the small community and um, it's, it's kind of like what do you hate most and like most about Boston, but I would say they're one and the same because I do like that it's a smaller community and everyone does know everyone, but that can get real old real quick. Um, so 
I would say the smaller community. What's your least favorite thing about Boston? The racism. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> it's, um, it's, it can be kind of elitist at times. Um, and people are expecting you to, to say, if you're not from Harvard or MIT, then it's like, you know, there's you get some kind of side eyes. So um, I went to graduate school at UMass Boston, right, which is a, a school that caters to mostly you know, people of color. Um, and they're having their own issues with like, you know, financial, uh, just like mismanagement. But I, but I went there because one, I wanted to be around other people of color. Um, and I found that education there was, was great. The teachers cared. But if I say that, if I, you know, I, people ask me, where are you, like, where'd you go to school? And I say, my Boston. It's like, oh, okay, you're just, I, I feel people are less engaged. I know the Boston Globe recently like did a, uh, a series about you know race in Boston and like the median wealth of black families. You go from the suburbs to the inner city and you just see the disparity, you know what I mean? You, especially with rent nowadays and... I think that a lot of the kids uh, that I went to school with that were non-minorities, they had something in place. They had a little, not a lot of generational wealth, but they had something. I could just say the monetary aspect, like black wealth is my biggest issue with Boston. How's the dating scene in Boston? Dun, dun. <laughs> How is the dating scene in Boston? Have I found the love of my life? No, no I haven't. How's the dating scene like in Boston? Like, the dating scene is the dating scene. You go out, meet somebody, holler at them, figure out what you want to do. You want to go out on a date, you want to just keep it simple. Have you found the love of your life, nope. Anishi? <laughs> Wait, I didn't get to pass the mic to you. I find love with nothing. It's it's quite interesting. Um, there's not again when I say it's a small community, so it's like if you do have friends and you do go out with like people, you'll end up kind of running into the same group of I guess in my experience the same group of girls and either like I can't talk to her because that's like because of like my roommate talked to her and then like Oh, that other one is actually like my cousin's best friend and like she's like family. I guess. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but I do know that I do have a couple of friends who are single and they do say that a lot of them are leaving Boston for some reason and going down south. I'm, I'm dealing with the exodus right now. I call it the black exodus. They're saying, oh, we want to go to D.C. or I'm moving to Atlanta or I'm going to Philly. I'm going to North Carolina because they're saying that it, for some reason they feel like it's a lot easier to obtain that everything they want. Okay, what what is the dating scene like in Boston? <laughs> I've been asking everybody this. I'm trying to record the last Yeah, um, I have been blessed. Uh, Everyone's finding the loves of their lives. You're, you're not the first one to say I have been blessed, but keep going. Yes, um, I recently moved in with my boyfriend in May. I've been dating for a year and a half. So I mean, it has, I haven't really been through a lot of the struggles, but I have girlfriends who have. Do you think this is a hopeless place? Wow, there's plenty of movies that, that, that agree with that statement for sure. But no, no, I think you definitely find it out here for sure. What's one thing you're looking forward to uh, in Boston? One thing I'm looking forward to in Boston, I just like the fall time. I'm basic. I love me some apple stuff, some pumpkin stuff. Basic, basic Boston. Ain't nothing wrong with a little apple picking. Okay, so I've actually lived here since 2002 permanently. Um, I can tell you, like events like this, 
when I was like in high school, you know, it was they were really hard to find. You know what I mean? And I think like over the last like five or so years, like the people of color in Boston are actually stepping out and throwing more events and just reclaiming their own space. So I'm really excited for the future and what's to come. Um, I just like to see the continuous growth of the city. So being someone that's you know native from the area, so just seeing the amount of um, you know new businesses going up, new residential areas, the building, the things that we're doing to continue to put Boston on a map as like a major, major metropolitan city in the United States, like that's what I like about the city for sure. What are you looking forward to in Boston? Mm, looking forward to the political organization here is something that's always been really in, like inspiring. I feel like given Boston's really kind of messed up history when it comes to race, when I when I see things like thousands of people co like coming out to the Boston Common to to like really shout out like these small groups of like far right organizations, that gives me hope um, and something that I wish that a quality that I wish that Boston keeps and even like and grows, you know? Even, you know what's really interesting about Boston too, the political landscape, I didn't know that people didn't really care about local government until I left Boston. Like I've known my city councilors, like I knew Ayanna Presley as a city councilor, I saw her in the community, like I saw her at my college. So I think even that aspect too, and with the women of color, you know, really moving forward with that, I'm super excited about that as well. Thanks so much for listening to First Year Project. For the video to this podcast episode, plus past episodes, newsletters, and events, follow First Year Project on Twitter and Instagram at FirstYearPRJ. And click the link in the bio for quick access to creative and dope content for millennials. A link to subscribe to the First Year Project newsletter is included in the show notes. The First Year Project podcast can be found on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, and Acast. If you're a person of color who has had your own unique experience in Boston, Tweet us about it at First Year PRJ. And remember to hashtag P O C N B O S. Editing, production, and hosting were done by myself, Alexis. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at underscore Alexis Claytor. The video footage of this content was shot by Sharice Haygood, with additional shots provided by Matt Ferrara. Thanks again to NYA Boston for the event to have these convos and experiences in the city. You can find photos from Afropolis at Fenway on their Instagram at nya.boston. And make sure to check out their events happening monthly throughout the city. And last, but definitely not least, thank you to those who were open to talking with me about their own experiences in Boston. Much appreciated. Have a dope week, y'all.